Episode 52. This is fine. Welcome to episode 52 of the Adventures and Lollygagging podcast, possibly the last episode of our Call to Ruin campaign. I've been I've been what? teasing that uh, for the last. Like, I feel like months. we always oh. jinx it when mm-hmm. we're like, "This is going to be the last episode." <laughs> Until the next one. Until yeah, <laughs> I mean, this is the last episode of the next one. But um, no, like I was saying, how this is a pretty uh, pretty serious. Like this is the invasion or the the attack on Verdum has begun. Like this is. Mm-hmm. This is big, big stuff, and it's it's so big and so important that uh, Coder is back. Uh, he's uh, he's back. Hi, Coder. Hello. We missed you. Yeah, man. Uh, it sucks that you weren't here for fifty fifty one, but we did not get Stekis killed, uh, and we did That's get ste- we got Stekis killed. We tried so hard, just put him in every situation. Bear threw him off a cliff, and he still survived. <laughs> it was really strange. So, but hey, strong Stekis. He just he who knew who knew that that egg headed. Egg-headed men float. Like, who, who knew? So, didn't drown. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, we're in a bit of a pickle. Uh, I was saying before we started recording that, like, the way I kind of plan out some of the stuff, it's like, it's clocks, right? It's the idea of, like, countdowns and certain events will transpire if if the players don't intervene in some way uh, that might actually affect it. And we, and I have five major events, and then I had, like, an inciting incident. We are on a major event number four. So major event number four is the uh, the invasion of Verdum. Um, and there are a couple others that happened prior. Uh, so there's always the possibility of having new events added to that timeline. Uh, and so we'll see. Uh, but yeah, we are uh, we are in the thick of it. Um, so last last episode, uh, you all basically revealed that Bianna who has been one of the advisors to Conlin this whole time when he was doing the local uprising that overthrew the governor uh, and the warden control of Verdum, uh, is apparently working for somebody else. She ha- is aligned uh, with some other forces. Do you, do you all know, do you all remember like what those crows signified? The Prince of Change. Yeah, one of the demonic princes. Uh, so she, if, you're, if you believe, Gris, that this was her hideout, uh, she and the forces that were with her, they look to be howling marauders. So you know that these marauders are the folks that you all have been encountering numerous times uh, throughout your uh, exploration of the ruin. And uh, you also know that the people that are outside Verdum right now, knocking on the door, uh, are also kind of aligned there. So definitely some 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 things are starting to reveal themselves. Uh, do you also, do you know who else? Do we know that... Is Bear clear that who that Bianna and these folks were the people who threw Bear and Chovy off a cliff? Uh, yeah, I think he's pretty sure based on other people saying she had that pink fire in her eyes and stuff. Right. I'm sure once you see it again, be like cemented 100% sure. Right. So, uh, yeah. So that that uh, that's a fun little little nugget to revisit. Um, so you all did manage to get some shopping done, which is great. I also put together a small little uh, map of Verdum uh, that I've been waiting to do for a really long time, and I finally did it as we're about to have Verdum overrun. Uh, but uh, hey, maybe you all can win. So 
that's there's there's always that right it's always possible we can hope but uh your guys are split right now because uh, right now uh, we it's late at night and Lavinia is assisting Doc Quelly with uh, surgery on one of the messengers that you all found within Bianna's hideout. Uh, one of Loudon's messengers who had uh, had been left at a, the bottom of a, a hollowed out pit below the hideout that was uh, getting water from high tide. And the water is incredibly cold. Obviously, there's ice. You can see ice and ice uh, sheets forming here and there. Uh, and the two of you are there late at night working on surgery. So that's that's Lavinia's perspective of events right now. Mm-hmm. Baron Zofia, uh, you all were trying to follow Bianca because you saw her at the Box Elder by herself. You tried to follow her, but got turned around. Bear drank a little too much. And you ended up following a different person. And you lost Bear. You lost uh, Bianca, and so now you're kind of in the middle of the eastern half of town, uh, not quite back to the Box Elder, maybe. And then Steckis and Hubert, uh, along with Markov and Loudon, uh, went to the western gate, where one of the uh, the guards wearing those those blue bands around their arms came running and said that, that there's something going on. And when you got there, uh, you looked out onto the road. About 50 or so yards away, all sorts of torches were being held by uh, by various marauders. A couple of the wagons started showing up, and a figure, a tall figure that had crow-like legs and feet, uh, cast a spell of some kind that seemed to control one of the guards that was up on uh, the wall, looking down the road. And this guard suddenly started communicating to you all as though uh, you were hearing the voice of this creature. And was basically a general threat that they're about to just they're about to run over you essentially and then force the guard to to kill themselves to like just run a, a blade across their throat and then uh, you heard uh, you heard a command and all of a sudden a bunch of these howling marauders started charging up the road towards the gates of Verdum. so any last questions or words before uh, i obliterate the podcast it's been fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Has it? <laughs> Has it? I don't know. I feel like I, I'm actually getting gray hairs in my beard now. And I, oh, I, no. I, I blame it. I blame it all on you people. Uh, so so let's go ahead and start it up. Um, we're going to start uh, with Bear and Zofia, who uh, you wandered off and you were tracking this woman. And you thought it was Bianna. Uh, but by the time... You saw her go into a building, uh, you listened in, and you heard that she and presumably a, a, a partner, a husband maybe, uh, started to get into some kind of argument, and you realize it's probably not her. You turned around, uh, and then where would you have gone after that? We have to be very careful, by the way, not to uh, not the metagame. We're going to be in kind of three different locations here and there, so just keep that in mind. Where would the two of you do after this? Probably go back to the box elder. Well, we heard about something on the walls, right? Uh, did we? I don't know if you, if you all did or not. You might have actually. You might. Have. They, they came were in and yeah, they were in the box elder, and okay. they decided to have them stay. Okay. Uh, yeah. So you probably would have heard that there was something going on uh, at the western gate. Yeah. So either Bianna would go there or back to her hut. Mm-hmm. So should we meet up with them or try and? No, we don't really have anything else to do at the hut, so we should just meet up with them. At the gate. Yeah, that would make sense because we definitely wouldn't be able to take her on 
at her hut by ourselves. Okay. So the two of you start heading back, uh, moving through the, the alleyways. A handful of people moving about at night. You encounter a person every now and then. Uh, it's uh, it's still cold, still winter, slightly snowing, uh, some wind. And you come to the street, the kind of the wide street where the box elder sits, uh, at the end of which is the clinic and a few other common places. And you can see that a small crowd has started to form of probably about 10 to 10 to 15 people out in front of the box elder. Um, a lot of people are just kind of huddling up in furs, and you can see that there's definitely some gossiping uh, going on about what uh, what might be going down. Um, you overhear people talking about uh, about seeing seeing something uh, at the gate. Uh, someone fell off the gate. Someone fell off the walls. Uh, something about um, there's somebody on the road. Uh, no one. The the word yet because we're kind of all working in the same amount of time uh, has uh, has not yet gotten back about what you all as players heard. But you can see there's a little bit of this going on. Bear, we should probably go check it out. Uh, yeah, definitely. I'm curious. And as you uh, as you guys go to, uh, to move a bit, um, you can see a little bit of snow suddenly fall uh, in front of you and an icicle drop uh, right at your toes, Bear. Uh, and when you, when you look up, you can see that there is a figure on the roof of the, of the box elder. Uh, and you can see these bright pink eyes uh, that's looking down at everyone, uh, everyone below. Uh, and right as you look up, right above you, you can see that not only are the eyes pink, but suddenly this swirl of pinkish flame about 20 yards in diameter begins to erupt in the air above you and starts raining fire down on that courtyard area. And all of you are uh, are within it. Uh, so this is a this is a very high level spell, and this is going to deal oh a lot of damage. Uh -oh. And depending upon what actually happens uh, and how you know whether or not people die to this, some fun stuff could potentially happen. So not only is it hitting the two of you, but it's hitting every other person out in front of this uh, of this building. Oh gosh! So I could I could literally just take two of these people out of the fight right off the bat. Right. Good thing I know counterspell with my axe. <laughs> <laughs> with my new rapier, I'm just going to like poke holes in it. Yeah. All right. So I'm casting a spell. And so you can see this fiery pink rain just begin to fall to the ground and it's igniting everything. You see the furs that people are wearing suddenly burst into this pinkish flame. You see some of the box elders uh, overhang and porch just lit, lit up some of the other buildings and in the area, it's a, literally a 10, I think it's a 10 yard uh, radius uh, on this. Uh, and so uh, after successfully casting this spell, it's called Hellfire Transmutation. Uh, you call down a hellish storm of fiery pink rain. All those caught within an explosion template, and literally everybody is, immediately suffers 3d10 plus this person's WB uh, and damage from fire. Uh, it can inflict moder it can inflict injuries, but instead people get uh, mutations instead. Uh, they get taints of chaos. So all of you, there's no resistance or save or anything like that that you that you're looking to roll. So all of you just begin as you look up. Right as you're looking up, these rain, this fire, this pinkish fire begins to rain. So we go ahead and roll three d10. It's so pretty. It is actually pretty nice. I think it's coming down at you. Uh, so you all will you all will go ahead and take uh, 28 points of, of damage from fire. Damage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. 28 points Ooh. of damage from oh fire. Oh, my God. 
Well, good news and bad news, depending on uh, whose perspective this is coming from. Melissa, are you dead? So look at this again. <laughs> Started it moderately. 28 is beyond the max of my damage threshold. Okay. So that's one, two, three, four. And that's a slain. Okay. So you watch. Uh, Bear, did you survive? Uh, yeah, I'm at seriously right now. Bear, you turn and you see uh, as this as this pinkish rain just begins to cascade onto the snow, which begins to melt. You see Zofia erupts in flames and then disappears in this cloudy smoke. You see uh, with everybody else around, you can see some people have survived like yourself and are rolling around in the snow trying to put out the flames. Uh, you can see others have also disappeared into this cloud of smoke. Um, you can see in addition to Zofia, there's these just these little pockets of smoke and you just you're, you can't even see uh, see into them. Uh, what do you want to do? What? No. Wait, she just disappeared. She just disappeared. Do, do I still see the person on the roof? Uh, yes, you could see that it looks like they were holding something, this bag uh, in their hands, uh, and they were like going through some gesticulations, and then the fire erupted from the sky. I'm going to throw a fucking axe at her. Okay, you can go ahead and throw. Uh, oh my god. So you're throwing up. Move. No, you can throw from there, it's fine. Could take aim. Uh, what's your range? With the Francesca, uh, one plus PB, six yards. So eighteen yards. Uh, that's close enough. It's like a twenty foot or twenty. It's like a twenty foot tall uh, roof, but that's close enough. We'll say it's good. Yeah, go ahead and roll your attack. Do a double take aim. Uh, rolled a ninety. <laughs> you chuck it up there, and you see it just clanks off of uh, off of the gutter uh, of the the rooftop. Uh, and falls to the ground. Um, moments later, uh, as she the the figure up there shuffles away uh, from the rooftop, uh, and you can see snow beginning to drip and drop uh, onto the ground from where she was standing. Uh, you uh, you start to hear like these strange sounds coming from within the smoke, like. <laughs> like records playing backwards uh, but you still can't quite see uh, what's actually in there uh, what do you want to do um wait i need to roll injury for that fire oh yeah you would you go down to seriously okay so go ahead and roll two d6s two and one yeah this one doesn't actually do injuries but it does taints a gas but you're good okay so okay you do not see Sophia anymore the last you heard of her was like this surprise scream of pain and then smoke bear will run over to where she was mm-hmm. or where these sounds coming from so within the within this this small little puff of smoke so a little whirl of of where and you can see there's a few others uh, that have been left in place after the the raining of this pink flame um so there's just nothing in the crater uh it's not so much a crater uh but you can see that the snow has begun to melt away and when you reach down you can feel a you can feel a body on the ground. Um, can I pick it up or clear off the stuff on it? So um, as you try to like reach in, uh, you can feel something writhing and moving and like kind of slashing against your hand. What? What the heck? Um, can I see what it is or no? You can't like you're you just can't see into the smoke at all. Like you when you it's got like this. It's 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 got an opaqueness to it. That's just you can't see anything. You can. 
your hand goes in and you can immediately feel heat kind of burning away. It's like sticking your hand into an oven, but not yet necessarily touching anything, but you can still feel the heat. And then mm. you feel something and it's kind of writhing and moving around. And then something, something kind of claws at your hands. There's plenty of other people that are freaking out. You see uh, others that have, have started to mutate into these sort of strange, uh, these strange taints of chaos. You see somebody begin to start growing like a tentacle arm and they're panicking like, oh my God, what? Oh, mercy, oh my God. And you see others that are rolling over and their faces are just covered in flame. Um, and they're like, their beards have been scorched. Uh, you can see that there's others that are just lying on the ground, like unconscious, like like knocked out. Um, it's it's utter total chaos. And you can see that the, the, the actual box elder itself has caught fire. Oh god. Um they're just gonna try and pull out whatever is here because it should have been Sophia. It's like Sophia, Sophia. So you reach and you grab and you just pull as hard as you can. And we're gonna go ahead and we're gonna move over to a different scene. Uh Sophia, very sorry, but I'm really not. Uh <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> I kinda am. I feel sad, but like at least at least, you know, at least it was fun. It's been, it's that been was a good, good way to go. If there's a way to go, it's in the pink hellfire of. There's like, there's you know. good news and bad news. We'll get to it later. So uh, over by the, uh, you think you think we're gonna go to the gate? We're not going to the gate. We're gonna go ahead and go to the clinic. You uh, there, Lavinia and Doc Quali are inside the clinic by yourselves. You have lamplight, candlelight up. You have been uh, hacking and carving and peeling away at this poor man's legs. Uh, trying to salvage his life. Uh, he is not going to have the use of these legs anymore, uh, but maybe you can keep him alive. And you, you've you been working on it for at least an hour or two uh, since when you first arrived. Everyone left in kind of agreements, obviously, to meet up later at Charlotte's or the next morning. Um, you hear something. Uh, you suddenly hear the sound of, uh, of something slamming, uh, like maybe a, a house or door or two mm. away, and then you hear a sudden scream, uh, and that scream immediately is muffled. Doc Quelly looks up at you and has this confused look on her face. What? What was that? Uh, let Let me go look real quick. I'll 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 be right back, and then Lavinia will go to see if she can see what caused it. Okay. You look out uh, into the alley. Uh, behind the clinic, where, where which is where the the sound was coming from, mm-hmm. uh, and you don't. It's super dark back here, so I assume you took a lantern or a torch or yeah. something, or a candle, I should say. Um, you, uh, when you hold that lantern up, you can see just to your right, to the so kind of like northeastish. Um, you can see the tail end of a figure moving uh, away from you, and uh, kind of perpendicular to the to the alleyway, as if they're going down the main street. So you just got the tail end of someone. Do you wish to follow? Considering the last time Lavinia tried like anything of of this nature, she got ruined by an ogre. Um, I think she'll try and do this sneakily. Okay, roll a stealth. Which, as we all know, you just roll at standard difficulty because it's a hidden roll. You don't necessarily yes. know the difficulty of that. We all know that. There's no yeah, possible way know. anyone has ever forgotten that rule. Yeah, we've never asked that before. <laughs> I rolled a 58. Okay. Uh is, are you are you satisfied with that, or do you want to use a fortune point to reroll? We have a full stock of fortune. Uh, can I reroll? Go right ahead, and you're accepting whatever you roll from this. Yep. Okay. Which Worst is eighty nine. Which is an eighty nine. Yep. So as you begin moving uh, 
down the alleyway with the uh, with a lantern out in front of you. Um, you get to the very end, and as you're about to peek around, you accidentally knock over a small barrel uh, that was uh, that was stacked up behind the clinic, uh, likely uh, where she's piling up refuse. Uh, and you can see like a whole bunch of bloody bandages and uh, and things that haven't yet you know that need to be burned or something like that. Just go tumbling around. Uh, bouncing off the walls and collapse uh, into the street. And as you stumble, these are bounds a little bit, and stumble into the middle of the street, you look to your left, and you can see that there are four individuals. Uh, There are uh, three howling marauders, and there is a giant, about six foot five, clad in metallic armor that looks just like the individual that you all fought at the Hobart farm and took Morgan Stern and Lance away that are currently dragging people out of a home near the clinic and just beating them. And when they see you, they look up, and you can hear from beneath this metallic helmet uh-huh. as this uh, this figure points this giant mace at you, says, Get her. And the marauders begin running at you. What would you like to do? I would like to run. Okay. So uh, where we're going to turn this into a quick chase. Two questions I want to know. Where are you running to? And are you warning Doc Quelly? Um, I would like to warn Doc Quelly. Okay. All right. So that means you're going to first probably run back inside. But then after that, what, do you, what are you looking to do? Are you looking to like barricade yourself before we go and commit to the chase? Do you just want to run back inside the clinic? Because you can probably just do that with your full allotment of action points. Um, I would probably first run back to the clinic okay. to warn Doc Quelly and then want to move towards Loudon's. Okay, we'll hold off then on the chase. Uh, so okay. you use all of your AP then to just run, to turn around and run. Uh, and by the way, the 58 would have been good enough. Uh, you it. turn around and you run into uh, back into the clinic and you can see uh, Doc Quelly is sitting there. She has uh, like the uh, a cleaver in hand. She got a string of this guy's uh, disgusting, discolored skin uh, hanging down from the edge of the blade. Uh, and she looks at you, uh, and she sees the fear in your eyes. We we need to run immediately. Well, the, the, the marauders are... We need to go. So I also need you, by the way, to uh, go ahead and roll a standard resolve test, by the way. Okay. Speaking of fear. Resolve. Uh, I rolled a 91. Okay, so you are then, by the rules of the game, you take 15 points uh, of mental peril, and you are suffering, quite literally, from fear. Okay. Okay. Uh, so these have uh, sanity blasting. Uh, so you run into the clinic, panicking. <laughs> inside, how to get inside? Uh, and she, you see her. She's just inside the guys. We can't leave him. We can't leave him. We can't leave him. And she, uh, I'll go ahead and roll a resolve on her as well. Uh, okay. At this, uh, and she crit fails uh, with a seventy-seven. Uh, and so she will take. We'll say she's actually literally terrified, uh, and she'll take even more mental peril. So I'm going to roll 3d10. Oh, gosh. This is really not going well tonight, guys. No. <laughs> uh, 18 points of mental peril on the bright side doesn't actually put her all the way down, but does uh, certainly uh, does move her down to two, ignore two skill ranks. Uh, so uh, she is in place, like almost paralyzed in, in, in fear and terror. So if you want her to move with you, you need to do something. And you can hear the 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 footfalls of the marauders. Lavinia's going to grab her hand okay. and just drag her along with her. And you're leaving the man here? 
Uh, well, because I have my leg, so I don't think I could realistically drag her and carry him. I think you're still under the effects of the tincture uh, until, yeah. until the morning, so I think you're okay. Oh, um, yeah, no, I'm going to run. Okay, so uh, you kick open the front door uh, of the uh, of the clinic, and mm-hmm. you begin to run. Now we'll go ahead and do that chase scene. Uh, so I'm going to give, so you're going to have the head start plus three. Um, do you, so we have the macro roll 20 to do it. Yep. Uh, so you'll have a plus three from them, uh, uh, in front of them. And so you can go ahead and so you're trying to get to Loudon specifically. Yeah. Okay. No problem. Uh, so go ahead and roll your, uh, your total. 18. Okay. Uh, they 18, you will w- even pulling her. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just going to have you. You're going to be pulling her, so she's going to stick with you unless something goes wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the two of you begin running, and she's still got the cleaver in her hand, and she's just like, ah, ah, as she uh, has pulled out the front door. Uh, and you can hear uh, the the marauders kick in the back door of the clinic, um, and then you hear a sudden scream, ah, as you imagine they might have done something to the man. Uh, and then others begin to run out. Uh, as you're running, uh, you turn back over your head, and you see there's more... Uh, than you thought there were. There weren't just just the three or four. There's actually quite a few. Uh, oh, and God. as you're running down the street, you can see a handful of people stick their heads out of the doors trying to figure out what the hell's going on. They hear Doc Quilly screaming. And as the marauders are running by and a person's head sticks out, like, what's going on? Keep your... Can't you be quiet? You see one of them just gets swiped right across the face and blood splurting out the side. And this person sticking their head out the window just collapses uh, right into the windowsill and falls back dead. Uh, but you do manage to keep your distance. Um, Lavinia's going to scream while she's running um, invasion. Okay. Very nice. Uh, go ahead and roll your chase scene. Add uh, your chase again. Add your 18 to it. 28. Oh, I got 10 more. Oof. This time uh, I'm at 15. So I also get to 28. You can see that the small horde of marauders, some of whom have started to split off and are taking out random stragglers that are just happen to be on the on the street. Uh, mm-hmm. They come right up to you, and um, they're going to dive in your direction, uh, and so they're going to attempt to take down because they have, in fact, reached you. And with a forty-one, they will successfully do so. So you go ahead; you have to go ahead and resist a takedown. Uh, so this is going to be coordination to do so. Okay, eighteen. I resisted. Perfect. You managed to quite deftly uh, avoid. Uh, the the grasp of one of these figures, even with like the limp that you can feel the tincture is beginning to wear off too. You're you're starting to feel pain, but like at a certain point, you're just the adrenaline is going to help you. And the whole time, like you can see, she's looking back. It's like that scene from Jurassic Park where like they're yeah. being chased by the T Rex, <laughs> and she could just see them the whole time. And but you oh, do manage God. to get away. Uh, as you round the corner, uh, you are suddenly distracted by the sight of this giant pink circle forming behind you. When you look back to make sure you're still holding on to her, when you look back and you see them diving at you, you see a few buildings away. You, you can't see the ground. You would estimate it's near the box elder. Mm-hmm. This giant pink circle opens up in the sky and these begins to rain pink fire uh, and you can see it falling. And I'm not sure how much it would register because you are suffering from the effects of fear. This likely just enhances it and you just probably just kick it into uh, overgear. Go ahead and roll uh, your chase again as you try to get to Loudon's. 38. Okay. That's uh, not a good roll. No, it is not. Uh, and I will be able, because that's going to put me at 42, and I will be able to, again, take another shot at this. 
roll my d100. 75 is no good. I'll use the uh, one misfortune point I now have, <laughs> and I will re-roll that with an 81. Uh, they are not able to get you. Uh, as they dive forward, some poor uh, old woman steps out, being like, what do you mean, invasion? And then she just gets tackled to the ground. Um, and they all seem to like stop at that point, and they 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 see that there's plenty of other targets uh, and they start satisfying like their their bloodlust at some of these other targets. As you turn down the road where uh, just earlier this evening, you set a dude's head on fire and melted his brain uh, and you run and run until you get to the front door of the dormitory. You kick it open uh, and you go inside. Um, you can see there's a handful of people at, you know, that are that are sleeping on the couches down here that don't necessarily have their own rooms. There's a, a roaring fire brewing. You know that there's a lot of people here that you can potentially trust. Maybe you don't know them personally. And you start shouting invasion, 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 and yeah. everyone starts to starts to rouse themselves. And then we're going to go ahead and shift gears. Woo. Now, let's go to that whole, uh, that, let's go to that gate thing. Let's go to that, 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 that western gate. So this figure slashes, this guard slashes his own throat after warning you all that you're about to die and falls over. And at almost the identical time, you hear a shout, this strange bird-like call almost, uh, and the marauders charge at the gate. So currently up here of recognizable people, Stekis, Hubert, okay, PCs, NPCs, we've got Loudon, we've got Markov. Uh, I want all of you uh, I'll roll for the NPCs to go ahead and roll resolve tests at standard, please. I think I rolled this last time. Would it be the same? Uh, I don't recall, but we'll go ahead and did you pass? Do you remember? No, I failed. That's why I'm, I took a bunch of okay. This, uh, okay. Fail already. Right, because you're uh, you're quaking here. You're right. I don't know if we rolled it for Stekis. So Stekis, why don't you go ahead and roll uh, resolve standard? That's a fail. Would you like to re-roll that? Yes. Okay, go ahead. So spending another fortune, I got one more misfortune. That's much better with a 15. Okay, so you look at the faces of Loudon and Markov and we'll say about a good three quarters of the other guards that are either up on the walls or down by the gates that are bracing and holding and you recognize this, the, the face of, of fear, of terror, of, of cowardice perhaps even and you know that they're about to break. Like, this is the first attack, the first thing that they've seen. They just watched one of their friends cut their own throat out of nowhere. And this crow-like creature just sent this group of marauders. And it's not even like there's a ton of them here. You have people on the wall with bows ready to fire. You have torches to give you light. And you can see people begin to drop their weapons and climb, like, clumsily just jumping off the uh, the actual walkway above the above the walls, including Loudon, including Markov. And you can even see in Hubert this slowly stepping backwards, uh, but he's still at your side. What do you want to do? Can I scream as loud as I can to hold? And if you run now, everyone will die. Kind of like uh, remind them of why they're there to begin with. Why don't you roll uh, and you can choose... Leadership, intimidation, uh, any, any oh, of those. I'm, do, right. I'm doing intimidation. Yeah, so let's see if you can this. make them more more afraid of you than they are right now of everything. Uh, let's we'll we'll treat this as uh, we'll treat this as standard, and we're I'm also going to pay attention to degrees of success here, and that'll determine how many people you, you can potentially convince. So go ahead. 
That's a five. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to say that you managed to get about half of the random faceless red shirts. Uh, you can see that many of them are, uh, okay. And they're like looking at you like to, to what to do, what to do, what to do. Others continue like the other half. So there's still probably a good eight to 10 people up here. Um, you can see that Markov is, is looking at you and he's like, um, uh, respectfully disagree. And you can see he turns and runs, but Loudon, he stays. And so right now it's, it's you, it's Loudon, it's Hubert, and it's about eight or nine different folk up here. Um, and you can see that there is at least a dozen, if not more marauders. It's hard to see because there's some gaps of darkness on the road, uh, where torchlight isn't necessarily, uh, perfectly covered is the are there stars out uh no it's overcast it's it's kind of okay. a light there's a light snow coming down there's not a whole lot of light from overhead what would you what would you and hubert you can chime in at this point like to do um and you can see that there's a good dozen or so running at you and you have maybe an equal amount at the at the walls i'm gonna tell them to fire uh the, their bows and i'm gonna take uh one of the rocks that i have and like put it in a sling and i'm gonna try and throw a rock to help with that since we're up on the wall okay go ahead and roll an attack you can roll it easy you guys have the the height advantage here uh i'm gonna roll a d100 to do an attack just for the grouping and i'm gonna judge again by degrees of success how many of them are able we're doing kind of like kind of a group combat thing here um so go ahead okay so you can see arrows suddenly get let loose one after the other Uh, and you hear an occasional uh, uh, from something out in in the darkness that's coming up towards you uh, you can see when when a few of them kind of spin and turn and they get within the radius of the wall that actually has light. A couple of them have arrows sticking out of arms or out of sides, uh, but they all seem none, not, not deterred whatsoever. Um, many of the folks that are up here are beginning to like reload their bows at this point, getting quite nervous. You don't see any immediate signs of siege gear other than the wagons, but that that larger wagon, that war wagon with the shielded sides where all of those circular uh, painted shields have been set up along the sides uh, is beginning to encroach and you can see that the crow figure has climbed up on top of it uh, and is kind of leading that charge. Um, Hubert, you uh, you go ahead and you said you it was a uh, Francisca. Francisca, yeah. So you just wait until you actually, they get a little bit closer. Uh, and once you actually get a good view of someone, you thunk, 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 you throw the one axe out there. It manages to split uh, one dude right in the face. Um, you're not sure if it makes him better looking or not because he was he already had a split face to begin with. Uh, but it seems to sort of slow him. But after a moment, he just reaches up, pulls the axe out of his out of his forehead where you just, where you just hit him. Blood beginning to pour down his face, throws it to the ground, and continues forward. Uh, what do you guys want to do? They're literally at the gate now, and they're banging against it just with fists, just with weapons uh, at this point, but that wagon is getting closer. How is that wagon being moved? Uh, there are animals. Yeah, you can see that there are these big, hefty uh, hefty horses out in front. I'm going to yell to target the animals pulling the wagon. Okay, done. Uh, so you will all kind of load up. I would say a Francisca probably can't reach it uh, at, uh, at this range just yet. Uh, but anybody who's got uh, a medium or or higher range increment can probably do it. And so everyone up here who has bows can go ahead and do that as well. Mine's so only some... short. It's only short, so I yeah, can't reach. Because the thing was like 50 yards away, and it's they're kind of turning around in a tight, and they're kind of moving slowly, like just letting the ground forces kind of get out in front first, and then it's slowly moving up. Is there some sort of 
bell or alarm system set up? You can see that right on the, uh, there's right right next to you, uh, right where the, the gate is, there's a post. And you can see there's a large bell that's hanging from it. Yes, indeed. Yeah, I'll go for that instead. Okay, so you reach over, and you get it, and it uh, and it rings and starts echoing. Um, as that does so, you can see that the buildings closest to you, uh, as you turn around and look inward towards the, the town of Verdum, some of the lights begin to click on. You can see lanterns and such, or you can see shutters starting to open slowly here and there. Uh, it still might be a little bit of time before anyone is able to sort of respond. Can I still attack the people closer since I can know I can't reach the animal? Absolutely. So you can just start raining whatever you have down. And you can see one by one, the the uh, the people with bows that are near you are all firing these arrows off in the distance uh, at, the, at the horses themselves. Um, a lot of those arrows seem to miss. There's a lot of light right around that wagon uh, as there's this other small figure, a really small figure, sitting next to uh, this large, larger caster who had taken control of the guard, uh, and it seems to be controlling these huge horses. Uh, but there, the smaller figure is holding this giant lantern uh, that seems to be giving great vision. And as the arrows come landing, I mean, only like one hits a horse in the flank, and the horse doesn't really even seem too deterred by it. Um, but you manage, uh, Stekis, you manage to reload your sling and just start chucking it down uh, at the people that are banging against the door. You hear folks from below you who are, are kind of bracing. They're like, uh, the wood's breaking. We need more people. We lost someone. We need help. And you know that half the people departed. Like there were more people at this gate, but everyone just got so afraid. They literally broke instantaneously at the sight of this. And there's half as many people up here shooting bows. And there's half as many people down at the gate that are bracing. What do you guys want to do? Uh, I'm going to climb down from the gate because I don't think I can do anything up here. Okay. All right. So when you get down... Uh, you can see that there's three people uh, that seem to be trying to hold up these planks of wood, these thick uh, planks of wood, uh, pinning, like putting them on, a, on an angle, digging them into the dirt and putting them so that they are holding up against the, the gates themselves as they try to get pushed open. Uh, you can see that there's uh, there's a lot of s small little uh, signs of light between the planks and the gate, um, but nothing too big yet. Nothing's really threatening to break it open. But you can f you can see that there's at least a at least eight or nine folks on the other side of that gate pushing against it and starting to rattle. Some of those some of those planks of wood have started to slide because there's only three people. Each one of them is holding only one of these. When normally it would be more than one person holding a single one of these angled planks. What would you like to do, Hubert? And how many are left unattended, you said? Uh, they're all they're, all of them are attended, but there's only one person per, and normally there oh, would okay. be more than a person for this. I'll see if my assistance even helps a little bit. Yeah, so you get up there. Go ahead and roll an athletics test. I pass. So you grab the one in the middle, and you just hold. And you put your foot kind of like at the base of where the the, the, the long pole is to help help brace it and you put both your hands and you just kind of wait and wait the other person's kind of doing the same and the two of you manage to hold it you can feel that it's it's pushing but it's holding it's holding in the back of your mind you worry though that with so few people here attending the gates if they do anything like a battering ram or if they do who knows what's in the back of that wagon or whatever's going on there this is going to get ugly faster than it gets better yeah up on the up on the gates then above it Stekis, what do you want to do i'm going to tell them to keep firing at the 
animals to try and keep the cart from getting close enough. And is there anything like on top of the gate that if I were to like try and break part of it, like if there's like any molding or anything that could fall on top of people that would hurt them, like uh, a bunch of people? There's, I mean, there's, there's frame. Um, if you broke any of it though, you might. So it's structurally helpful to have then it's not like i could break for sure you, you okay, there's yeah. nothing i don't want to do that yeah then. you probably wouldn't want to do that at a last resort maybe that would help like clog the entrance a little bit but if you did it now it's yeah. hard to say that that would actually improve the structural integrity <laughs> yeah 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 okay um i suppose i will tell them to keep aiming for the the animals and i'm gonna keep trying to reduce the amount of people that are down there with my slaying eye and so you just keep loading up and loading up and loading up and you can hear as uh, the bows continue to loose we will shift now and go back to outside the box elder where the front of the box elder the porch uh, outside the box elder where a lot of folks like to congregate especially during the spring and summer months has caught fire Um, some folks seem to be trying to put it out others are weeping others are doing the same thing bears doing and trying to pull bodies out of these whirls of smoke as you're doing this, bear, you hear a ding, 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 this, this sound of a bell ringing off to the west uh, that you know uh, just from living here, more Pizza's or less, here. that the pizza is here. Nice. Uh, and so Domino's delivers in 30 minutes or less. Um, but you know that there is something serious if that bell's ringing by the gate. Uh, as you, as you kind of throw your hands around trying to pull... Uh, Zofia, out from this smoky world, you do see her charred head uh, begin to emerge um, from within it, and you can see that her hair has been terribly, uh, terribly burned on one side. Um, you can see there is all sorts of uh, of skin that has been uh, damaged. She seems to be conscious, but her eyes are just going off in all sorts of directions. Um, Zofia, do you say anything to Bear? As you can kind of feel, not only is these, not only are these your final moments, final words, but you don't feel too good. You feel as if something's pulling on a part of you, not your physical self, but something else. You can feel like something just draining you. What do you say? Bear, you, you might want to get on that boat and just get away from here i i'm not gonna make it um you'll be fine doc coley's just right here no she's not too far no put put me to sea put me to sea i'll I'll be i'll be okay there i can't leave you it's just us left i know get find the boat this this is bad this is bad find the boat save yourself all right but i'm I'm not leaving you and then i'll just like pick her up and try and find Markov. And he went to the gate. Yeah, he did. As you pull her out fully from the smoke, you look down at her legs and you see that they are no longer the stumpy gnomish legs that you have become familiar with. But they, the knees have kind of gone backwards. You can see the legs themselves are covered in this dark purplish flesh. You can see one of her arms has begun to mutate and and change into this long, singular claw. 
you can see her her face is beginning to sort of shift. The bone structure has changed in some way, and she just begins to convulse. And you listen around, and you hear people shouting and screaming, and you see from one of the other worlds of smoke, this monkey-like creature leaps out of the smoke, and you've seen these before over at uh, Merlin's hut, and begins to swarm on top of this one other person. And you can see right now that Sophia is mutating into one of those. Oh, God. Um, Does this happen uh, while I'm talking? So, like, I'm saying words, and then suddenly I'm not saying words. Your words go through, but you can feel something's something wrong. Something, you know you're dying, but something worse is happening. So, Sophia, recognizing that would probably actually just say, like, just leave me. Just leave me and go go to safety. Go to safety. Just you're you're get away from me. You're you're safer. I don't I don't want you to suffer, Sophia. And then I'll set her down. <laughs> I don't want to do this. Then I'll just I'll just finish her off with the faux shard. Okay. Just tears and ice. Sophia will just sort of see what's about to happen, silently nod and close her eyes. And so you can see that you managed to stop the full transformation. And uh, by doing this, she has retained some semblance of uh, humanity is not the right word, but some semblance of her order and who she was. Uh, And slowly the parts that had kind of begun to mutate seem to be reverting back. But it doesn't change the fact that there's now additional chaos in the area as multiple demons have emerged from these whirls of smoke and are beginning to rout the survivors of that reign of fire. You can see one, after they finish uh, beating and ripping apart this one individual that you recognize had drinks with, suddenly turn and you can see that a dozen shiny eyes are now looking at you and they begin to gallop in your direction. What are you doing, Bear? Um, well, wait. <laughs> First, didn't she have some like special there, like a compass or something. I can just grab. Sure, that's fine. You can grab. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Um, what direction were they coming from? So you are in the courtyard, yeah, like the, the the wide street outside of the box elder, and so they're all around you. But one is running at you. We'll say from the north, and you heard the bells coming from the west. It's utter chaos. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna grab my stuff and just run west to the gate okay and before you do that i would like you to roll a resolve test Uh, and i'm gonna have you roll this one at challenging actually because in addition to seeing these creatures you also just watched a a, a friend horrifically pass jeff's trying to make me cry (laughs) sorry uh pass with a 29 okay you managed to steal yourself you know that there's work to be done and you turn and you run in the direction of the bell is that correct yeah, that's where Markov was, right? Okay. So as you turn and you run, you can see this creature behind you comes galloping after you, but gets distracted as another figure like looks up and it's just like reaching out to you. No, oh, why? And as they do that, this monkey leaps and lands on the on the on their back and buries their face in the snow and just begins like an angry gorilla just smashing into their back uh, with these huge uh, scaly fists. We will shift over now to Loudon's dormitory. Okay. You get inside. 
mm-hmm. you you have somehow managed to bring Doc Quelly with you. She is still clinging to the cleaver and she will not let it go. And a handful of men and women get up from where they've been sleeping. You can see lanterns start to get lit. You can see here people moving about upstairs as folks are coming down in long johns with blankets wrapped around them. It's the middle of the night and they're looking to you. And I will remind you, you are suffering the effects of fear, Uh, but they look to you. What's happening? And you're covered in snow. You're covered in blood. Doc Quali is carrying a cleaver that still has this string of infected skin hanging from it. And she is even worse than you. Because she crit failed. Yeah. Uh, The the marauders have gotten into the city in in Verdum. And she'll sit there because she's practically quivering at this point and she's still just holding on to Doc Quelly for dear life and uh what weapons uh weapons weapons and she'll pull out another tincture because I think it's about time she takes another one okay and um she'll pop that okay and um and then she'll sit there and uh uh I think what I would like to happen is to see if we can get as many people as we can to head to the warden barracks on our way to check the eastern gate. Okay. But I would like us to stealthily try. Okay. So uh, here, here's here's what I'll say. We're on the eastern side uh-huh. of the town. Um, why don't you go ahead and roll a routine eavesdrop test, and I'll do the same. Uh, for the crowd, and they are looking at you with great skepticism as they can't hear this bell. They're like, well, okay, calm, calm down, calm down, madam. Uh, you are, uh, you need to sit down. And so they they're clearing space on one of the couches. One of them is like uh, getting you a drink. Take a sip of this. We need you to calm down. You're you're just you're you're uttering nonsense. What happened to you? Why why is she carrying a cleaver? We we were doing surgery, and then we heard in the back alley there was a noises. Somebody fell, injuries or something. So I went out to see if there were more people we needed to heal. And then the next thing I know, there is a group of five marauders. They had just all sorts of different. Okay, oh, calm down. Okay, uh, uh, Jimmy, just. Take your head out in the street. See if you can say what's going on. And you see this little this little kid, the guy that you know, like he often just runs around, does stuff. He's a teenager. Mm-hmm. He he dips out, goes outside. Tell, be careful. And uh, a few minutes go by, like two, three, and he comes running back in, face completely, completely white. You can see that there's this wet spot uh, where he's pissed himself, and yeah. he is shaking. Ah. She's not wrong. She's not wrong. We've got a go. We've got a go. There's all oh, the box elders on fire. The box out. The ring. The ringing. The ringing. There's ringing. And uh, people start at this point. Half of them are panicking. A couple folks seem to be calming down. Like okay, okay. We we need to get to to the warden's barracks. We need we need more people. Roll. A, you want to roll a check to see if this is the course of action that they're going to listen to? What do you got? Ah. Uh... 
Leadership is the most obvious, but I know that that's special, and I don't want I want you to have a, an honest chance at this. So if you've got charm, if you've got intimidate, um, intimidate doesn't really make sense here, but uh, no. I would say you can do charm if you want. I don't really have any of those good things. Okay, it's um, gonna be routine. Okay, go ahead, go ahead, do that. As you just try to, you just just try to you try to calmly convey to them uh, that this it is a good idea. Go. You could do you want to reroll that? My fellowship is only forty. It's up to you. Yes, I do. Okay. 69. Still no dice. I know, but it's such a nice, <laughs> great number. So you can see a lot of them are like ignoring you at this point because you're babbling. And you see a few of them are like, if there's people in the town, we go all get to the guy. We go all help them. And see, there's a bunch of folks that like start putting on their, their boots and you can see they're getting weapons. And they're like, okay, we're going to the gates. Stay here. Put put the lanterns out. Don't let don't let anyone think anyone's here. Find a place to hide. We'll be back. Everyone just stay here. And you can see that half of them leave. And they have no intention of listening to your plan. About 10 people but between the entire dormitory uh, hang back. And they're a little bit more willing to listen to your plan. Lavinia will want to lead them towards um, the warden's barracks. Okay. We we should check the... They, they came through the western gates, so we should check the eastern. Okay. So uh, this uh, this older woman, uh, she looks at you and she says, uh, Okay, well, we'll check them. We'll check them. Calm down, dear. Drink, drink. Drink a little bit more of that, please. Um, okay. Everybody, quiet as a mouse. We're going to go out the back way. We're going to stick to the alleyways, no main streets. Be quiet. Lanterns out. Those of us who know this sort of town, we're going to lead. Those of you who don't, grab someone's hand. Grab their shirt. Stay together. And so one by one, you all kind of in like two by two, single files, stuff like that, kind of sneaking out the back. Um, Roll a stealth test. And as we know, stealth test is just a standard difficulty. Yep. (laughs) So go ahead and roll stealth test as you're going to move uh move with these people okay 64 do you want to keep that or would you like to re-roll re-rolling hasn't helped me so i'll keep it okay 64 though 64 yeah 64 that's almost retirement yeah. age come on mm. i don't know that when is 64 ever a success i'm just saying do it that's a it's a pretty uh okay i'll try it at one time baited her yeah i only listened to melissa that one time when she's rerolled and it's gone up every time okay um so the small group of you head into the back by the small farms uh the garden areas where there's really not anything growing there now but they're still there you can see the the stables where you had earlier tonight set up the trap uh, and you start moving around the alleyways of the neighboring buildings doing your best uh, to navigate through them um at this point you can hear bells ringing you can hear people screaming uh and you don't see anything from any fire or anything like that coming down uh from the northeastern gates um but you do in fact uh hear like all over as you get to the end of an alleyway you realize you have to cross a main street uh, a little bit wider than the others. And as you wait and you listen for when it's time to go, uh, half of you are across. The other half are starting to sneak, 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 sneak as people are whispering. Um, you can see that turning down this road is that heavily armored figure 
who's just walking around dragging behind them a, a body of somebody from Verdum. Uh, and he looks over in your direction and he sees this small group of people starting to cross the street and he shouts they're here get them and coming from behind him all these marauders begin to start pouring like four or five of them start pouring down the street in your direction they're a good 10 to 15 yards away and so everyone breaks out into a sprint we will do another chase scene uh with lavinia small small quick let's keep it quick you're trying to get to the actual warden barracks you have uh, you have a head start of three. Uh, go ahead, and you know how to. You know really well how to do this, so go ahead and do it. Eighteen. All right. So eighteen versus nine. So you manage to get a good lead on them. You look behind, and you almost don't even see them until at the last second, uh, you you see a couple crates go flying, and you know there's people behind you. Um, you can see also that there's. Uh, snow that's beginning to drop down from up on the roofs of some of these buildings. And when you look up, you can see that there's marauders almost on like fours, like just kind of moving across, like skittering and trying to keep their balances above you. Uh, one of them slides and falls off, but a few others keep their keep their balance. And just like a badass moving down the alleyway, not even running, pulling a Friday the 13th, just taking big steps, walking is that figure in the heavy oh armor. Go ahead and roll your next uh, your next round. Remember to add your 18. 34. Okay. The whole crew is is doing a pretty good job here. Uh, however, I just rolled a 10, which is going to put me at 37. So I will, with that 10, uh, jump out in front. And you can see that above you, one of those creatures uh, on the rooftops just leaps off just into the direction. Like they're about to do some crowd surfing and they're going to dive down. And it just so happens to land uh, right on top of you and Doc Quelly. Uh, so I'm going to attempt a takedown. Uh, I'm going to re-roll that takedown since I failed. And with the re-roll, it will be successful. You need to roll a coordination test to resist this. 80. Oh. What would you like to do? We have two more fortune points left. I've used so many. Life or death. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to re-roll. Okay. 39. Pass. Yay! Super clutch. You manage <sighs> to bump out of the way. And you go stumbling. You and you and Quelly, you slam into the wall, but neither of you fall. Unfortunately, one of the members of Loudon's dormitory is taken down instead. And you can see that as they reach up to try to grab your hand or the back of your robe, their arm is just wrenched away. Uh, and you know that there's nothing you can do for them. And you mm-hmm. and continue to move as fast as you can. You can see as you start curving around the alleyway that there is the warden barracks uh, out in front of you unguarded what would you like to do go inside uh you gotta roll first d10 sorry i forgot last round one more round oh one more chase okay one more round three rounds so this is two so now we're on third my bad 50 okay so uh right so i have i go d10 plus eight and i'm at 37 so i need a roll if i roll a five or higher i can try again god (laughs) i rolled a one and so the do- so you get up to the door and you can see that others have already swung it open. Uh, they kind of slammed on it and slammed on it and slammed on it and eventually push it open. And everyone starts just huddling inside. You can see that there is uh, there's nobody here. There's nobody at that that the desk and that hope. I mean, honestly, that kind of hopefully makes sense because they're out trying to help. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's dark as can be in here. Someone grabs a light and flicks the light up. 
you can see that there is a there there are remember there's the two doors one goes to the cells one goes to like the barracks um, and uh, everyone begins to start bracing the door as you can start hearing slams of people on the door itself and speaking of slams let's go ahead and shift over to the western gates once more as below on the ground out in front of Verdum Stekis you have managed to fell a handful of these marauders who are laying on the ground. Uh, some of them possibly dead, some of them writhing in pain, but more have shown. And even worse, the arrows have not been particularly effective at slowing down. And you can see that the that wagon has started to approach. Um, but you can see that something is being unloaded from behind. The large crow figure has hopped down and has you know, moved back behind uh, the wagon itself, which is at this point getting pelted with rocks and with arrows. And you can see that there are about a dozen marauders that are starting to unload something from the back of the wagon. Uh, why don't you go ahead and roll an awareness test at routine? That's a 92. I fail. Okay. Uh, you cannot quite make out what it is, uh, but they are definitely taking something out of the back of this wagon. Uh, down on the ground behind the gates, um, you can see Stekis, uh, or not Stekis, you can see Hubert, um, that uh, some splintering has started to occur, uh, started to show up in some of the planks of the gate. Uh, you can see one of the other two of the embrace poles has started to buckle. Uh, and now, instead of using that one, the other two people are kind of doing the same thing you are, and there's two on each of these poles, but one of them has buckled and fallen to the ground. Um, what would the two of you like to do? Uh, I'll look at the guy I'm holding this piece of wood with, and I'll speak to him. Look at me, soldier. I see the same fear in your eyes that made half of us flee, but you didn't. Moments from now, a large war machine's about to run us over. A war machine? But we didn't stay to get run over. We stayed to fight for our home. For our home in Verdum. Oh. So I'll do this little inspiration. Okay. And try to get us going. I like it. You know what? Since it sounded so good, roll it at easy. I like it. Oh, yeah. That's, that'll do. That's, that'll That's do. Classic. Classic. How do you crit fail at easy? Uh, <laughs> uh, I lost. I wouldn't even happen if I had my skill points in it. He rolled, an, that on D20. <laughs> he rolled an 88. He rolled an 88. You can't even re-roll it. And oh, so this God. person looks at you and says, I, I, I don't even like this place. And they turn around and run. <laughs> you look over at the two people that are bracing the uh, the others, and they look at you, and uh, do, do we follow? Uh, uh, and uh, and they look to be on the verge of of, of cracking as well. Stekis, what would you like to do? Seeing that they're like panicking, kind of one of them ran away. I'm going to say, you hold, or we all die, and try and intimidate them. Okay, go ahead and roll an intimidation. Uh, go ahead. Um, you can make this routine. That's the seven. So you're shouting this at the people below. Yes. You, okay. And you can. They look up. And, oh, okay. 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 How we're gonna do it? got this. And uh, uh, yeah. So the two of them. But you can already feel yourself kind of slipping a little bit as the doors are beginning. The gates are beginning to slowly, uh, slowly get pushed back. Um, but it's less of like they're getting knocked over. It's more just like they're kind of giving or bending a little bit. You, you imagine you're probably okay, but you're getting kind of tired. So why don't you go ahead and roll a toughness test at standard? 
So you've been at this for no. This is for uh, this is for Hubert because he's literally been holding this thing in place. So roll a toughness test at standard and see how much uh, how how much peril you're going to take. Physical peril. Okay. Pass. Yeah, you're good. Um, so uh, as you're doing this uh, and as you're kind of turning around and shouting down to the ground, Stekis, you when you look back, you see that what they have been unloading uh, is some kind of large. Ram, you can see this big uh, chunk of of tree trunk. This long, uh, it's got to be at least ten feet long, and you can see at the very end of it, it's been uh, it's been kind of reinforced with something. You're not really sure. It's just some sort of smothering of uh, of some kind of li- a liquid uh, wax or something like that. And you can see a handful of these marauders are taking up uh, these uh, these handholds that have been built into the side of the ram and are moving it at this point towards the front gate. Uh, what would you like to do? How long do I think? Like, how fast are they moving? World of Warfare test? Sure. Standard? That's a fail. Okay. Um, you uh, you would probably surmise that the... Uh, I mean, it's a pretty hefty looking... You know, it's pretty it's pretty big looking, but it's also... They probably wouldn't be able to not... I mean, you probably have some a couple moments still. you got some time. Like the, you looked at the gates, you looked at this thing. It's not metal. Like there is no like giant metal head that some of the Rhine, uh, fancier military outfits might have. This is just some sort of routine, uh, thrown together piece. Like it's just wood on wood. There's, there's no way this would break too easily. So you feel a, a touch, a touch of confidence that you have some time. I'm going to say we, we hold until they get here and then I'm going to try and break the gate on top of them and then we break for it. Okay. Um, so everyone will just start firing their bows again. Uh, so let me roll for that. Uh, and you can see a, a few of the people that are carrying the uh, uh, that are carrying the, the, the battering ram, they get hit. Thum, 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 and like two people fall down and the siege ram, like it, it, it dips for a second. Uh, and then a few other marauders uh, that are coming up from behind as it looks like there are more reinforcements that are starting to come up uh, the incline towards Verdum. Uh, are starting to get into position as well, but it momentarily slows them down, uh, getting to the gate. Uh, at this point, when you look when you look back, Hubert, when you're on the ground, you kind of you see a, a tall figure uh, walking your way or kind of running your way. You can see it's Bear, and Bear, as you approach, uh, you can see Hubert on the ground. Uh, he is bracing himself against this plank of wood that he's using uh, to keep the gate shut. There are two others; they're doing the same with another pole, and you can see a third one has buckled. You can see there's a handful of folks, including Markov and Stekis, that are still up on the wall that are firing down either stones or bows. Uh, they're all up there. Markov's gone, I should say. Loudon's still up there. Um, when you look around, you don't see Markov, uh, but you do see Hubert. What do you do, Bear? Oh, Hubert. Hubert. There. We gotta go. They're inside already. Where's Where's Markov? Markov, he was here, he, right? He was here a moment ago, but I don't know where you, where you ran off to. What were you up to? What, what were you doing? This isn't gonna hold. You're already inside. They're coming this way. If you sit, if you stand here, they're just gonna they're gonna kill you. Markov has a boat. We need to find him and get out of here. Okay. Okay. Um, do you say anything to Stekis? I mean, we we're gonna leave the wall eventually, so oh, I'll just right. shout up that we're retreating. So the new information Bear gave you is that you all at the gate wouldn't have known that they're already inside. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're coming this way, so uh, you guys are going to get, like, pincered between them both if you just stay here. So, Stekis, you kind of hear some of that behind you. 
you're slightly distracted by the fact that the, the ram has now made it to the gate and the first thrust against it uh, has has certainly splintered some of the paneling and you would imagine you have much less time than you thought you did. Like that thing's, you, you miscalculated in the split second in the heat of battle. It's been a while for you. You've only been doing like little, little fights, little, little arena type fights. It's been a long time since you've been in any sort of siege and this thing the gate is buckling. Another good thrust of this, and this this gate is just going down. I'm gonna, like I said, I'm going to try and collapse this on him, and then I'm going to yell that everyone needs to retreat. All right, so you go ahead. Uh, roll a scrutinize test uh, at uh, easy to try to figure out where's a good place to smash your Morgenstern uh, that would make this thing collapse. 31 success. So you see, uh, you see a beam uh, that's kind of this cross beam that likely... Uh, is uh, is somehow keeping these two big struts still standing and you just swing your your giant Morgenstern down through it and in one fell swoop smash through that cross beam and you can immediately see those two struts begin to buckle inward as the gate begins to fall but the wall also starts to wobble and you can see all of these people who were firing bows are beginning to shake up on the up on the gate and you can see that Mar- uh, not Markov I keep doing that Loudon is up there as well um so I need uh, you, and I'll do this for them, uh, to make a coordination test to try to keep your balance and hop off without any injury. So you can do this at routine. Success. Okay. Uh, my first roll is just for the regular folks, and you can see that a couple of them do not, and they lose their balance, and they fall over the wall out in front, and they immediately start getting swarmed and hacked. Uh, a couple others manage to stand, uh, and they follow you down. A few others fall off, but they fall back into Verdum. Uh, you help them up when they get down. They've got maybe a, a broken bone or two, but their their adrenaline's going, and they're looking at you. There's, I would say, there's probably five people left um, that are willing to to listen and follow. Loudon's one of them. Um, he's kind of he's looking to you all at this point. Remember, he failed uh, his resolve test, so he's he's a little he's a little scatterbrand right now too. So. Um, Stekas, I think you're the only one who hasn't. Uh, all of the all of the uh, wardens were in the landing office, right? That's correct. I figure that our best chance is to get more people as we retreat. Okay. So that's what I would suggest is to get the wardens out of the landing office to help. You would know that you would have to run past the box elder and head and turn right and head kind of southwardly. Um, so if you if you present that idea, bear. You would know, at this point, you guys have been here a couple months, you would know where stuff is. Uh, the landing office is, or I should say the box elder, and that horrific scene uh, is between you and where that and where that office is. Yeah, I'll share with them that there's those crazy monkey things we saw with the blades, um, and the whole place is up in flames. So you're going to have to take the long way around if you want to go over there. Um, We're trying to leave through the east gate, right? I'm assuming that I didn't hear everything when I was up on the gate and I kind of missed the part about the boat. I just heard that he was looking for Markov, maybe. Yeah, I'm going to try and find Markov. I'm going down to the docks. He's supposed to have a boat. Probably going to be the best chance out of here. I don't know how the East Gate looks, but judged how this one is, probably the same. Where's Lavinia at? Have you seen her? By the way, where's Sophia? There's no time to explain. I'm just going to run off. (laughs) Okay. Single tier and I, yeah. <laughs> what are you guys doing? Do you follow him or do you go off in a different direction? Again, Loudon is suffering from fear and he is following your lead, Stekas, because you're the only one who seemed to keep their, a level head uh, at the gate. 
Yeah, I guess I'll follow him to the docks and see what he's talking about. Okay. All right. So you all begin running. As you're running, you can hear the crackling of wood as the entirety of the western gate begins to waffle like a like a light fence in a in a heavy breeze and then just collapses as this huge battering ram thrusts through it and all sorts of planks and wood begin falling. Uh, it's definitely taking out a couple of those marauders or pinning them beneath. Uh, but momentarily, before you turn a corner out of sight, you can see that, that that large figure with the crow feet steps on top of the rubble, begins to move inward, and is being surrounded and swarmed like cockroaches. These marauders pass by him like he's a stone in a river as they begin enveloping and running into the town itself, uh, a much fuller force. And we will shift over to the warden's office, where you can hear someone's at the at the door, uh, pounding against that door. And you can hear a voice, uh, that same voice that's been shouting at you that you know is that fell knight. Mm-hmm. And you hear him say, burn it, burn it to the ground. And seconds later, you can see that the f- that fire has begun uh, to the crinkle. Fire? Uh, no, this is just regular fire. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. So you can see the door has been set on fire. Okay. Uh, is there anything nearby that we can just shove in front of the door? Yeah, they already did that. Like that's the first okay. thing when everyone came in, they shut the door. People just slowly barricaded, which gave you some time. So you have like a you know a minute or two. Like you, again, you know, there's two you know there's two doors that go yeah. behind the counters of this like little entry area. One of them goes to the cells. And one of them goes towards the uh, the barracks uh, where all the double beds are and stuff like that for wardens where they used to sleep anyway. Yeah, Lavinia is going to lead them to the barracks area. Okay. And um, I th- think she's going to want to run out, like leave there, grab some things if they can while they run through real quick, and then just bolt out the uh, eastern entrance. Okay. Why don't you roll a resolve test to see if you've managed to shake free of that like that fear? So you okay. can do this. Just do it as standard again. Just see if see if like you your head's back uh, in its right place. Crit success. Awesome. You can go ahead and move one step up the peril threshold track. Cool. So Sweet. you can go ahead and regain one of those steps as you take a breath and you're beginning to to put things together. And that and, and in doing so, you remember Jonas Fair and Ralph Wilhelm's are in the jails. Mm. So then she's going to go run and grab it, see if there's... Because wasn't, wasn't there a hook with keys on it? There was a the hook counter? with keys behind the counter. So she's going to go grab the keys mm-hmm. and then instruct everybody else to start going into the barracks and collecting things and get ready to leave. And then she's going to get them. Okay. So they go in the back uh, and they start finding what they can find. Uh, you and Quali uh, is still following you uh, at this point. She's got her cleaner. Yeah, I'm probably still clutching her. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you open the door. Um, you go into the... You go in, in here, and you can see that there's uh, a couple people in the cells in addition to Fair uh, and in addition to Wilhelms. They look vaguely familiar. Uh, you might have seen their faces. Other wardens, probably people who stayed loyal and were con- deemed some kind of threat, so they stayed in here mm-hmm. as well. You know, the majority of the wardens are in that landing office, uh, yeah. but there's uh, there's like six people in here. Um, when you come in, you look at Fair and you look at Wilhelms, and they are... Uh, not in great shape. They've been in prison for about a month. Yeah. Um, but they've been getting fed. Uh, they've, you know, so they're okay. But they're, they're in, they're in rags. They immediately like, what's going on? 
What's happening outside? We we need to leave immediately. Get us out of here. Get us out. There's marauders as she's like unlocking gates or like the gel cells and stuff. There's marauders. They got in and and they're out at at the doors right now. They're trying to get in. So we need to go out to the barracks and out the eastern gate. They've already, they're already in the town. The box elder was on fire. It's pink fire. It's magical. And you can see like they're processing, processing, processing. And, but these are literally the two most seasoned people left. Uh, And they take it in. And they look at each other and they say, um, we need weapons. And so they're going to push past you and they're going to head out. And then they're going to notice that the front door is now on fire. And they're like, you didn't say anything about fire here. And, uh, they're going to, and they're, they're like kind of in gowns and they've got like no shoes on and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. And so, um, some of the people that you sent off to the, to the, to the barracks area are coming back with, uh, with various small weapons, Knives, dirks, not not the normal stuff. Just like this is just weak stuff, like simple simple melee. And they grab it, and they're kind of upset, and they find what they can. Uh, but at this point, like half the building's on fire on the outside. Smoke is coming in. People are starting to cough. Yeah. W- what do you want to do? There's there's no other way out. There's only one way in, and one way out of this building. Oh, there's not a way out of the the barracks. And this is the only way in or out. Oh God. I mean, there's 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 windows and stuff, but they're barred. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Yeah. Well, I guess if we have water, we're gonna try and put out the fire on the door. You have a little bit. You don't have a ton. You have like maybe a flask or two. You don't have like big barrels of water or anything. It's not gonna it's not gonna be enough to put out the fire. Is there like a table? Yeah, you can find one. Sure. I want us to like get a table and like hold it up, and then we're gonna use that to ram through the door. Okay. And then try and. Try and scatter towards the eastern. Okay, so you're gonna bust out with okay with a table. Yeah. All right. So even knowing, and I'll I'll I warn imagine, them. I imagine I imagine some more sturdy folk are going to be doing that part of it. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So you can see that Fair and and, and Wilhelm's are also starting to kind of take control, give orders. This is their job after all, and people are actually much calmer now. No offense that uh, that there's these folks in charge they recognize these faces some of whom they might you know they might have stayed loyal to remember you're with a bunch of people from the dorms those were Loudon's folks Loudon is the one who kept these two alive and so you all go ahead you get in your your positions you pull away as best you can the fiery crates and tables and chairs that you had been using to keep the door barricade and you bust through and as you bust through you hear clunk, 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 as all sorts of throwing axes just start to fall right into the wood of this giant table that's been used uh, and it manages to block a few. But as you, as they all step out, immediately on either side, you can see marauders begin to hack and slash at those of those that have kind of pushed past, like the lead blocker, and the uh-huh. others are trailing. Uh, you can see smoke and fire all over the place. People's people's furs, people's clothes and cloaks have begun to catch fire here and there. Most aren't even paying attention to it as they're immediately trying to parry and hold off on swings uh, of these different groups. Um, I need you to go ahead and roll a coordination test to get through the door uh, without getting caught on fire. You're literally hopping through a wall of fire. Yep. Six. Pass. You are able to do so. 
uh, and you pull Quelly through. You turn around, you can see like she's got some scorch marks, but she's ready to go. Uh, one of these marauders goes and starts swinging at you. One of them swings at her. She like turns back around and hits it with a with a cleaver. So I'm gonna take a quick shot at you as they as you go through. Um, that's a that'll be a hit. Uh, do you have a weapon in your hand? Uh, I would say I had my um my spear. Okay, so go ahead and you can roll a parry check to see if you can get through this. You knew this was coming. This wasn't a surprise. So go ahead and roll parry. Uh, and parry you manage, pass. as this this flail comes swinging down at you, you manage to quickly get your spear up just in time so that the butt of the spear hits the hand that's swinging and it just goes flailing a little bit wide and slams against the fiery wall of the barracks. Um, when you steady yourself, that you see that Fair and Wilhelms have both dropped the actual table and you see the two of them have begun to flank this large, heavily armored fell knight. The two of them who are in pajamas, effectively. The Uh two of them who are holding these tiny dirks and this guy who is holding this massive Morgenstern that your friend Stekis also carries. Lavinia is going to scramble for her um, animal fat and she's going to cast cack-handed grasp on him. Okay, so as there's people who are swinging at you as you're trying to bust out of this... uh, out of this little blockade of fire, uh, that's gonna. I'm gonna kick the difficulty up. Normally, it would be, I think, routine because it's a it's petty, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Uh, let's kick this up to hard as to see if you're able to scramble. It also means you're doing one of two things: you're either letting go of Doc Quelly or you're letting go of your spear. I'll probably let go of Doc Quelly. Okay, so you let go of her and she falls back into the fire. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> She's okay. She's okay. So uh, incantation test then. Incantation. Okay. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna make it. Uh, I'm gonna make it, kick it up, a, kick it up a notch. Um, I, I meant to say it was, it was routine, so kick it back to standard. I said it backwards. So okay, I was like, oh, hard. Okay. But just to to try to get this off without without with all of the different things going on. Forty-one pass. And you can see as he's holding, he goes to swing and smash down at Wilhelm's right as your spell goes off, and his Morkenstern just goes flying th- 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 into the snow. And you can see he looks up, finds you, and he says, You'll pay for that. And uh, you can't see his face. You just see this awful metallic gothic visage. And you would know that even with that, I mean, they're not wearing any armor. They have crappy weapons. Uh, You can see a handful of the folks that came with you from the dormitory have already started to flee. They're being chased by these marauders. Do you have a choice? Do you stay and help them? Do you try to convince them to run with you? I want to convince them to run with me. Okay. And how are you going to do that? Um. Leadership, charm, intimidate, guile. Guile is not out of the question. You can lie to them, say something to, to get them moving, whatever it might be. I'll try. I'll try charm. Uh. Not sure if charm's going to work in this situation. Now yeah, that I think you're about right. It. You're right. I'll try, <laughs> I would say I'll guile, intimidate, or leadership would probably be the best. Yeah. I'll try guile. Okay. Which means you're like lying to them. You're going to say something to them that's going to get them to to go. Yeah. Sure. I think I see more people with weapons at the Eastern. And then. Okay. Roll standard. 56. Fail. We still have re-rolls. Oh, God. Um. How many? Two. I think she'll try, and if, if if that didn't get them, she's just because that guy was like threatening her, and she is uh, she are, she just got off of her fear. I think she'll still just bolt. Okay, so you start at, like, running that direct threat. 
and you leave the two of them behind. Correct? Yep. Okay. We're going to shift now over to the ducks. So the mess load of you are starting to move. You you moved away. So Stekis, Hubert, Bear, you've moved and you're bringing Loudon with you and a handful of these other folks uh, who managed to listen and follow you from the main gates. You make it over uh, to the to the small switchback uh, path that goes back and forth and zigzags down. It's the very path, Bear, uh, that you you clawed up. Uh, you crawled up, uh, or I guess walked up a couple months back when you first arrived with Zofia, with Erwin, uh, with Emily, with Bruno. Like, you came up here. Uh, this is the path you took. And as you as you go running down, you realize that you all are not being followed. Like, there's, you look back and you don't see anyone. You're also at the outskirts, you know, by the cliff. And you're going down towards the docks. Um, you go running down, and you can see that there are a handful of people here, and they're fighting because there's only a handful of boats, some of which have already detached and people have fled and left. Uh, and you can see that there's this small rowboat that's left would fit maybe four to six people in it. And there's about six or seven people here on the docks that are fighting over it when you arrive. None of them are Markov. They're all just regular villagers of Verdum. Yeah. What would you guys like to do? Um... Well, Markov kept his boat somewhere else, right? That is correct. He was hiding it somewhere. He didn't say specifically where. Um, I'll just yell at him if they've, anyone has seen Markov come by here. And maybe one or two of them shout, no, most of them don't even pay attention to you. Uh, a couple of them turn around and say, wait, wait, half first, get out of here. All right. Uh, well, it's got to be on the water. Didn't uh, Loudon have like a way out of town? Like yeah, a secret the, way? The sewers which you guys have already, you know, you've gone into them before. And you would imagine that the only way that these, unless they came through the eastern gates or they somehow climbed over somewhere, they might have come up through the sewers, some of the marauders and such that are already in town. I don't think he would have went back to the box elder because it's on fire. Wait, are you looking you know to flee was right on fire? I think Bear's looking to get the hell out of Dodge. Yeah. Uh, I didn't come to the docks to flee by boat. So I'll leave you to your demise. I'll run back into town. Okay. I'm going to I'm gonna go with him. Okay. So you know that the quicker way back up are the stairs. Uh, so you just start running up the stairs yep. towards the middle of town. Uh, Bear, you see the two of them do it. And I'm going to say Loudon is following Stekis at this point, uh, still just sort of trusting in the fact that you look like you're one person not to mess with. And Hubert, he kind of knows and knows used to be a warden. And I'll say most of the other folks begin to do it. And Bear, you're suddenly alone on the docks with these other villagers that are fighting with each other, throwing punches and haymakers. Somebody gets pushed into the water uh, as they're fighting over. A couple jump into the boat themselves, and another person grabs an oar and whacks them over the back of the head as they're just fighting to flee. What would you like to do as you see your party members uh, a good 10 steps up running back to town? I'm trying to break up the fight. And let him know that Markov has a huge like galleon that he's keeping offshore somewhere. And if we could find him, then he can take us to it. And they they kind of look at you. Do, do any of you know how to pilot a boat? Uh, uh, he, 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 uh, I was I was in the navy when I was a lad. Uh, go ahead and roll. Uh, go ahead and roll a. You can pick your choice here: leadership, guile, um, charm. Whatever you prefer. Uh, it's just charm. Okay. You're just yeah, trying you to kindly. Move. Yeah. 
standard. Standard's fine. 30. And you look as of this group of six or seven folks, most of them believe you. And they're like, can you, can you take us to, to it? Do you know how we get there? Can, can we go? Markov's been keeping it secret. Uh, he hasn't told me the exact whereabouts. But oh, he did ask me to come along but, when the time came. But, but where are we going? We can't go back in there. Where, where, where are we going? Uh, we can try and go along the coast. I mean, he's got to keep it on the water, obviously. Along the coast? We, we, we Is there can't. any place you could hide a boat? Like any coves? Uh, not, not nearby. There's no way I could be near, near Verdun. There's, there's no place to... It's it's too rocky over here. It's it's a big one. It's got to be like in a oh god. It's got a copy any. I thought you. I thought it was out near. But oh god. Um, but no, they uh, there's nowhere in the immediate vicinity it would be. Like there's just it's somewhere outside of town somewhere. You don't know if it's up the western coast. You don't know if yeah. it's up the eastern coast. It would have most likely, especially if it's a big boat, most likely have been discovered by now. Yeah, uh, but they're looking to you. They got like three or four guys and 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 gals looking at you right now that are just like, "What will we do?" As like two people are taking this momentary distraction of you convincing them to hop into that rowboat, and they're rowing away into the darkness. Uh, I guess I'll tell them that Markov was still in town. He was at the the gate that has now fallen, but he could take us to it. Well, if we go find him, then let's go. Oh god, I don't want I don't want to go back in there and find them I barely go out. I don't see any other options. You see two of them turn around, dive into the water, and go swimming after the boat that just left. <laughs> and you can look down, the water itself is part iced over. And the other two That's are like crazy. turning around and thinking of doing the same thing. Unless you can tell them something otherwise that would convince them not to. Yeah about that. <laughs> Like, I don't know of any other way to go, really. You know about the sewers? Yeah, true. I don't know which way to go. What's the closest, like, do I know the closest sewer entrance to that gate? You won't, I would, I would say Bear would only know two. He would know the one that's to the northwest of town, where you guys came in. And you would know the one to the eastern side of town, uh, near, uh, near Loudon's dormitory. On the back. You know those two, I would say. Well, there's more? Probably not. You, you see one of them is like literally dipping their hand into the water, testing to see if the cold, the water's cold enough. They're ready to dive in. You look at the gate and you see Loudon and Steckus, and you can see Hubert at the very top of the stairs at this point. If anybody would know the sewers, it would probably be Loudon and Hubert, but they're almost out of sight. I'll, let's chase after them. Okay. As you turn around, you hear a splash together. as somebody else has dove in. Uh, but when you look back, there's one person that's like, I don't... And they just start to run and follow you. So you manage to save one person <laughs> as they're running behind. Okay, up on the top of the stairs, uh, you all have... So this is Hubert, this is Stekis, uh, this is Loudon and a few others. Um, you get up to the top of the stairs, you can see that the fire that was on the box editor has now spread to a few other buildings. Uh, you can see that not only are there marauders running around and diving into the various buildings, but there's these demonic creatures that are leaping from place to place. Um, you can see that a few of them, it's like they do, they just poof, disappear. 
Like one of them is just like literally leaping at something. Uh, a horse, like a stray dog, and just poof, disappear. Uh, but there's still uh, quite a few marauders. You look off to your left, off to the west, you can see that there's this, that crow figure has slowly started moving down uh, the street, uh, being flanked by a few fairly large and well-stocked looking bodyguards being trailed by that tiny uh, little figure. And it's just like throwing and hurling lances of pink flame at various uh, at various people trying to flee or into a home, like through a window and setting it, setting it ablaze. Um, what are you guys doing? Uh, yeah, we're trying to route our way through town to either gather people at Louder Nose and try to avoid pretty much the landing offices where we want to go. Okay. That's the last place where we know where there's people who can fight. And then after that, we want to try and leave out the Eastern gate. Okay. Um, you, uh, you want to stealth? Do you want to move quickly? Do you want to try and stealth? I think. All right. Roll stealth. Four to three. Solid. 54. Okay. You satisfied with the 54? Yep. All right. So, um, you guys begin to slowly and stealthily uh, navigate as best you can, uh, and it's chaos. And you pass by uh, a, a building or two. You can you peek inside of a, of a shutter, and you can see people just lying on the ground, probably dead. You see uh, little bits of flame uh, catching fire. You can see icicles beginning to melt and drip uh, as certain rooftops uh, are caught on fire. Uh, you can see a person just up in front of you running past in a perpendicular direction <laughs> and behind them someone's chasing and right as they go out of sight you can see the marauder just like leap after them and you can hear <clears throat> as they they did not notice you and you sneakily move past as this marauder is just hacking away at this person and you make it uh, to the other side uh, eventually you get over uh, to the landing office uh, and you see uh, that the uh, landing office appears to be on fire, like a blaze. Who was here? Supposed to be here? Uh, there were uh, a couple dozen wardens that um, were kind of locked up here uh, on house arrest because there wasn't enough room to fit them all in the cells. There's only like six or seven cells in the in the in the warden barracks. Is there any part of the building not on fire? Doesn't appear so. Then the closest part of the building, I want to run up to it and like try and smash it open to see if I can get anybody out. Okay. Go up to a window, a shutter, you smash it open and you look inside and you can see that there are, there's fire everywhere. Uh, and you can see that there are people that are laying on the ground. Um, you would imagine too much smoke inhalation. Uh, there's a good five or six people right in the inside, but the fire is still going. I need you to roll a coordination test as right when you bust open uh, the the actual shutter with your Morgenstern, uh, a small burst of flame comes out at your face. Standard or S standard's fine. Forty-one. You manage. You manage to dodge out of the way of it. It singes your eyebrows a little bit of your your egghead, uh, but you manage to turn back around and you can see them. They're in there. You're you you put your you rest your hand briefly on the sill and you have to remove it immediately because it's burning and it just. You look at your hand. You can see the skin is kind of scarred from it. But you see there's five or six people on the on the ground inside the room that you're looking. Um, what do you want to do? Uh, call out and see if any of them respond. If not, I'll try and look and see if there's another window or something where I can find someone who's conscious because I don't 
I don't know how long that they've been in there. They could already be dead. You uh, you call out, and you can see one or two kind of move their arms. You can hear a mumbling, uh, and like you can see that they're struggling to keep consciousness, but they just see them on the verge of just completely getting conked out. Can since uh, since they're, some of them are conscious, can I like br- try and break the bottom of the wall open so it'd be easier to get in there and drag them out? Uh, if you would like to, uh, sure. Go ahead and roll uh, like damage from an attack. Nineteen. It's a good time to roll some explosions on your damage, yeah. Uh, So you manage to just swing, and with one big hit, you manage to burst through the panels of wood that are reinforced on the other side a little bit, but you burst right through it, creating a small channel. Likely helps that there's sort of some weakness going on with the the fire itself. Um, But yeah, you've you've opened up a little bit of a path. Uh, Hubert, what are you doing? I'll take that opportunity to run through, see if I can get anybody. Roll a coordination test to try to to dive into the fire without uh, getting caught on fire. I'm on fire. Okay, you're going to go ahead and you're going to take uh, only three points of damage uh, as you quickly manage to uh, snuff out whatever it was uh, that caught fire from your, uh, from your clothes. Uh, as you go inside, you are completely overwhelmed by the smoke that is just covering the t- upper parts of... Uh, of the room itself, but you managed to reach and you can see that there's five people in this room uh, squirming. Uh, you think they're all alive. How many do you want to try to help at once? Just the one nearest by person. Drag them out. All right. So you go ahead and you start dragging them out. Uh, go ahead and roll a toughness test. And I'm going to have Loudon. He'll follow you guys in and do the same. Uh, Bear, you're a little bit behind them. Um, when you get up to the top of the stairs and you look in the direction, you can see them slinking off to the east and then they turn around a corner and you lose sight of them. Do you want to keep up with them? Uh, yeah, I'll try. Okay. Uh, so you you run to first get caught up with them and uh, you finally, when you finally do, you can see that they are at the the window of the landing office, which is completely ablaze. And you can see that like swinging a golf club, Stekis is slamming into the wall itself. And then moments later, Hubert and Loudon disappear into the fire. Uh, There is a large run of, uh, like there's a large road in between the building that you and your newfound friend are hiding behind and where they're trying to get into this ablaze building. What are you doing? Are you running across? Are you helping them? Yeah, I'll run across to help. Okay, so when you get over there, you can see Hubert is dragging uh, a figure out. So is Loudon. Uh, they're covered in, uh, they're covered themselves in little bits of flame that they quickly pat out. They're coughing. Uh, Hubert, you can go ahead and take uh, seven points of physical peril uh, just from the smoke inhalation as you're just hacking it up. Um, when you look inside, you see a rafter, Hubert and, and Bear and Stekis, you see a rafter from the second floor. Uh, this fiery rafter has fallen down into the middle of the room, uh, blocking two of the other figures that are deeper into the room itself. Do you want to brave? You could, it looks like this it's about to collapse. The, the second floor is about to collapse any moment. Going back inside would be very dangerous, but not impossible. Do you want to try to do so? There's still three other people inside. Yeah, three of us. Yeah. One each. We'll do it. I'm trying to hold it up on my stick. Okay. So go ahead and roll uh, bear. Uh, roll a coordination test to, to try to get inside. You don't have to re-roll it, uh, Hubert, but go ahead, Yawa. 50, pass. You guys manage to get inside, and as you're pulling this last, the last of these people out, uh, you can see the everything's just falling and falling. 
Uh, Bear and Stachis can go ahead and roll toughness tests uh, to withstand the smoke inhalation. Standard. Pass again, 27. All right, I'm going to roll for Stachis. 23, I think he just stepped away. Uh, So Stachis passes as well. Uh, And you now have uh, five other people. They're coughing. Uh, What do you want to (laughs) do? You have, there's kind of, in in total, there's the three players. So... Bear, Stekis, Hubert. There's Loudon, which is four. Uh, you've got a fifth person from the uh, from the docks, uh, which puts you guys at five. Then there's uh, the five people you just rescued, which is ten, and about six people from the gates. So there's about sixteen of you. This is getting to be a fairly big number. It's not going to be the easiest to to stealthily hide. I mean, like, it's, how do you hide sixteen people moving through a town? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so we'll give them a minute to recuperate, see if they can stand and walk. Okay. And then we'll just keep going further into the city, east east way. We'll go quickly. We don't have to stop. Okay. Um, I'm going to have everyone go ahead and then uh, roll toughness tests as everyone just runs at this point. Roll uh, toughness tests, uh, challenging, as you try to just make a break for it. Fail. Crit success. All right. So uh, let me also roll for Stekis here. Uh, he also fails. Uh, Bear, you're able, you're you're keeping up just fine. Like you're maybe even out in front to the point uh, where there's not much issue with you. Um, you're seeing along the ways other buildings are on fire. A few times, a few people see you, uh, this group of people running, and they they swing over. Um, eventually, uh, you all manage to get over towards the warden barracks, where you see um, these two men in pajamas. Uh, they are laying on the ground and you can see standing over top of them is the same figure that you saw while at the Hobart farm um, raising this lance, getting ready to just sort of puncture them one by one as they're like bleeding, laying on the ground. You recognize them from a distance as Fair and Wilhelms. You can see that there's at least a dozen marauders that are around in the area. Um, they're someone... Someone has, has tried to fight back here, but it hasn't gone well. The warden barracks, much like uh, much like the landing office, is ablaze and collapsing inwards on itself. You haven't yet caught the attention of the, the big knight in the metal armor um, as they raise their weapon uh, to poke and finish off these, these two figures below. Um, what do you guys want to do? Wait, so those two warrens are fighting one of these big marauders? Not effectively. They're on the ground at this point. And you would reckon they're like kind of holding up, bleeding, as uh, this figure has certainly had its way much better geared. Yeah. Uh, I'll jump in, see, I'll give and help him out. Okay. Oh, yeah. All right. Bear, what do you want to do? Put some snake venom on my faux shard and go in. Okay. So. As you all look at each other, you look forward, you see Fair, Jonas Fair, you see Ralph Wilhelms on the ground, you see this figure with this big lance standing over top, reaches back, getting ready to stab them. The three of you look at each other, and you charge in, and that's where we're going to go ahead and end this episode. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Dang. <laughs>